0: Hello and welcome to Esther Club, the Runaway Edition. I ran away, and now I'm in this. I live in this backyard. Doesn't it? This background, if you're a video listener, not an audio listener, but a video listener, doesn't it look like I'm <laughs> not where I belong? Um, the, today we have a guest. Uh, what did we say you are? The guest.
1: Sidekick,
0: host, guest, sidekick. Okay,
1: I think that's what we settled
0: on. I don't know. It's Dave King. He's here. <clears throat> you sound well, because thrilled. I, I said I'm going to do another podcast, and you're like, oh, okay, and you're like, wait, I'm in it too, and I'm like, yeah.
1: When did that happen? I
0: feel like that happened a couple of days ago. It's like you didn't really quite catch on to the matter.
1: Well, I didn't know that I had been picked up to series after being guest sidekick. I didn't know that I had gotten bumped up.
0: Well, you haven't been picked up to series, but you are the only human who I have access to. You know, so I was like, all right, you're here.
1: Again, the phrasing is so weird. That's what I... It's like... The human that you have access to—that's what people are. They're to you.
0: They're human access They're hu- points. <laughs>
1: humans that you can use for different things.
0: Yes, use for company. Use for entertainment.
1: But only for your gain in some way.
0: My friends. This are we week, worried
1: about Donut at all?
0: Why? I don't know. She's happy. She's probably eating bees. Eating killer bees. Um, my friends accuse me of that. I expect free entertainment from them like i just want to be on a group facetime and just kind of like enjoy the ride and i'm like is that so bad i that i find all my friends so amusing that i'm addicted to them and need them talking 24 7
1: see again that it started nice and then it went to a, a bad place
0: i like company don't we all how's your quarantine going mr david what?
1: I mean what is this? We talked about this last time. It's fine. It's good. It's the same mm-hmm. it's the same. It's day after day of the same thing.
0: Yeah. It's actually not always the same for me, you know. Some di- sometimes I wake up and I'm really excited about cooking. Sometimes I wake up and you just can't she's stop looking at she's donut. Something. Donut Come here Come here donut. She has-
1: So but, some days you wake up and you're excited to cook, and some days you wake up and you're not excited to cook, and that's <laughs> the difference?
0: That's the difference between the days. Wow. Look.
1: So, so dramatic.
0: I know. The drama.
1: What's on the agenda today?
0: Um, you know, I figured we would just check in with each other. You know, I saw you in the hall, and I thought, hey, come on down, let's do a podcast. What?
1: I just you've done that joke a number of times now where it's like, Even though we live together, you're doing it as like... And then I saw you in the hall, I was like, oh, that guy. And like, the joke's getting old. I've heard it like seven times now.
0: Do you have any recurring dreams that you have been experiencing during quarantine? Not during
1: quarantine, no. Oh.
0: Are are your dreams more electric, like most people?
1: No, I haven't found that. I'm sorry. Okay. Boring answer. Why? Are you having more...
0: Oh yeah, I am definitely having more vivid and the recurring dreams. They just keep hitting. What's the
1: recurring dream you have?
0: I have a couple. So I have one where I'm. It's the morning before the last day of school. Okay. And last day of high school, and I'm just like getting ready. You know, maybe I'm about to get in the shower, picking out my outfit. It's and then like maybe my mom's making me some food. But particularly, it's like picking out the outfit and getting ready the morning before the last day of senior year of high school. I don't know why. It's so weird to me. I'm like, what does this mean? Because it's not your run-of-the-mill recurring dream. It's not the teeth falling out. It's not I didn't study for the exam. It's not um, any of those typical ones. But I feel like it has pieces of typical ones, but all meshed into something that makes no sense to me.
1: Well, how did you feel? Usually, about the last day of school, is that something you look forward to, or did you were you sad about not being able to see people?
0: There is a very fun vibe to it, it's almost like a party day, right? There's no like you you get to uh-huh. go and participate, but there's no pressure, right. like you, there's no it's you're just, just going to
1: like collect your papers and like have fun, clean out
0: school. your locker, say bye to have okay. everyone see you one last time, see everybody get the
1: what would you normally if you were in high school. What kind of outfit would you be looking for for the last day?
0: Of- Very similar to how I dress now, which is uh, makes me sad just like on a on a sadness level because I had this one teacher in junior high who my sister also had uh-huh. and my sister's much older than me my sister's seven years older than me and I remember looking through my sister's yearbook and seeing that this teacher dressed the same way as my teacher as uh-huh. she did like the same clothes. Uh-huh. From a very specific era, Uh and so I was always like, "Oh God, I never want to be like stuck in an era where I'm wearing the same clothes, the same jewelry for like the same like seven years later." But then I'm like, "Oh, I'm doing that. I'm stuck in my era. I wear like kind of ripped jeans, and then like either a big t-shirt or a crop t-shirt." What?
1: What was the teacher's name?
0: I don't remember why.
1: Well, I'm just curious.
0: That actually has nothing to do with the dream.
1: No, I understand. But it's also interesting that you think you're like stuck or something. I know what you mean. I mean, that just sort of happens to people, who, you know. I mean, look, you got to keep reinventing yourself like Madonna, you know, if you want to be a fashion plate.
0: I know, but I do genuinely love jeans. Whenever I see one of my girlfriends is wearing a jean, like a cute jean and t-shirt look, I'm, mm. like, I always, I'm like, that's well, it.
1: Well, there's a certain timelessness to t-shirt and jeans also. Like that's a little different than a teacher who's I don't know exactly what she was wearing, but if she was wearing something that's like very specifically the
0: like, like bulky eighties like tie dye with like wrapped around the these, the like, teacher was wearing those? yeah big hoops what yeah, it was well super... that's of a
1: certain time that's that's gonna feel more dated if you
0: dated it was dated is this
1: is that light giving us trouble
0: no I feel fine. It's good
1: when you blocked it I feel like I'm a ghost no, like you're. you're the light on me is
0: sometimes i do out. feel like you're a ghost why i'm just kidding because well, what like do you ghosts? think the
1: dream means um what when you wake up from it or you are like oh man i wish i could be back on the first of the last day of school again.
0: i think so it's definitely like a positive exciting thing now i also have a recurring dream though that's not as positive about school where i'm like Basically, my parents were like, "You have to go back to school. You have to." Sure, go. I know okay. that's a more common one. What
1: do you think that you're having this dream now because it's like there's the promise of thing, like you never get to actually go to school and have the fun thing because we're stuck inside and like it never turns into like tomorrow. Basically, I
0: think that's a. I love. I think that's a, such a well thought thought.
1: That wasn't the first thing you thought of when you had this dream for the fifth time.
0: That's a very well thought out possibility. However. I had this long before quarantine. This oh, has been... Oh,
1: I thought that's what we are talking about. was quarantine dreams.
0: No, this is just... Quarantine dreams. I don't get it. Caribbean queen. Now that you know that I'm having that in regular life and not just quarantine life, what do you think?
1: I'm not sure. What is there? Is, is there anything about the outfits? Do you, do you?
0: What if I was like? I keep having a recurring dream where every time I get down the aisle, I, I see my fiance and I run away. I mean, yeah. And and what I didn't I, I had I, no idea what it meant. <laughs> I am just trying to think of a funny, obvious one that would you'd I be have like. a
1: Dream where uh, there's like a commitment ceremony, <laughs> and instead of going through with it, I decide to like murder the person who's trying to commit with. It. I don't know what it means.
0: What were you going to say? Sorry. I don't know.
1: Are you is there something about the outfit?
0: It's just really fun to dress think of dressing myself for the last day. Do you
1: ever get an actual outfit on?
0: Sometimes, that that's not really that important.
1: Are your parents present in the dream?
0: Yeah, my mom's like making me a sandwich. What? <laughs> What kind of
1: sandwich?
0: And in theory, my dad would be dropping me off at school. In theory,
1: yeah. And is your... Okay. Are you... Is there a specific year of high school that you are?
0: Senior year. I told you the last...
1: That's the year of dance?
0: Senior year was the year of theater. Of theater. Okay. Do you want to explain what that's a reference to?
1: You (laughs) made a video that you finally let me watch when you were a senior, right? We made
0: a senior year of high school. Here was... The assignment we got senior year of high school was... Make a piece of art that describes your four-year experience in high school. I was the only one who did a video. Most people did, like, a, pro- a poster. So then I'll let you take it from there.
1: I think maybe you should just explain it because I don't remember no. exactly what you said either.
0: You should explain your experience when you well, actually watched you it. you
1: were it was interesting because you were in the video. You're basically like, it's basically like a documentary, like you treated it like a documentary and you're, you're talking to camera. And it's what I would say is that you, it was still very much like you, like the way you talked and stuff is still the way you are, but you have none of the self-awareness in the video that you have now. So you have no, which is not unusual, I guess for a high school senior, but you were like, just treating your life so seriously and what you said was the thing that stuck with me, but you're this is where I need your help with the wording Because you're like recounting each of the years and you were like sophomore year was the, was the year of theater. And then junior year was the year of dance. That's
0: right. And then, actually, sophomore year was the year of dance, but yeah.
1: And then like one year you were like, is this going to be the year of
0: theater? Is this the year of
1: dance? It was a really hard decision. That
0: was senior year. Okay, that was senior.
1: <laughs> and you just, <laughs> As if you were like choosing a career for the rest of your life. I or was. Something. I guess when you're that age, those decisions seem senior enormous. Year. Yeah.
0: Freshman year was the year of vikets. We'll
1: Sofavor- you have to explain what is.
0: Pom pom squad, whatever. Sophomore year was the year of dance. I got the lead in the dance show. I was doubling up on classes. Junior year was the. What year. do you mean you
1: were doubling up on classes? Like
0: I was taking more dance classes than I was dance supposed classes. to be. And that, that's what I'm. Oh, you thought maybe there's a chance I'm at, like. I, well, I'm wondering classes.
1: where academia fits into all of this. I
0: did my homework. Nice.
1: <laughs> right, but it didn't seem to be like okay. all right.
0: So then that's why senior year was the year of theater or dance because I had to choose my major, and I ultimately chose dance. But then
1: you have to choose up. your college major.
0: Well, oh, by the end of senior year, yeah. Wait. Or by the beginning of senior year, you choose your major. Because when you apply... Dave, 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 Dave. Some of us knew we were in the artistic fields before we went to college. You didn't. You weren't a true artist like me.
1: I had a much larger spectrum of possibility when I started college. You're <laughs> absolutely right.
0: For us in the arts who knew ahead of the game, mm-hmm. we had to... Choose our specialty going in, so I okay, had to apply I, I to the dance school okay. or the theater school. Now it makes
1: sense, I guess. The dance
0: or the theater school. Ugh. Oh my god! A buck attacks me. <laughs> no. You're fine. No. Stop. As an artistic early on,
1: I find that so. like what? I don't know the whole idea of like artists where it's like if if. If you can do anything else, then do it, because then you weren't meant to be an artist. I just find that to be, like, so untrue, and...
0: Yeah, but you're... It's
1: just, like, this weird, like, uh, martyrdom or something about being an artist, or... I'm like, that's not reality. Like, so many people that I know, at least, and also throughout history, like, had very promising careers in one avenue and could have continued that way and then also pursued the arts and then the arts became their career I think it also here's what bothers me about it is that I think it like what? I
0: was just thinking I don't know.
1: I think that like the truth is that if you just put in the work of something you can become better at art even and so like the idea that like you have to be born to do something I don't think is like good advice for People, I guess. Well, just, I, I, I really kind of think you're t- at all, taking like,
0: the extreme version of it, which is like. Because I, I actually think that the I know what concept you're talking about, and there's a version of it that I actually really have been fueled by which is and i know you're gonna think it's lame but it's like if you have a plan b you'll use it yes
1: that's so not true
0: but it it is true for some like it is true like for me when i quit school we we also have to have understanding. Like, we have very different backgrounds yeah i like i quit college to be a comedian and an actor and i had no like alternate source of income. I did not have like any kind of padding. Like I don't come from money. Unfortunately, I come from one of those Jewish families. That's poor. <laughs> one of those rare Jewish families that has no connections. Um, but so when the going gets tough, it's like, I can totally, I'm serious. What do you I mean, could, when the
1: going gets tough, I
0: could totally see a version of my like journey journey. And I hate to use the J word, but you made me. I didn't
1: like it either. No <laughs> one likes that.
0: But I could see a version of it. By the way, I can just picture all of our neighbors like. Um,
1: I don't care if our, they, they could watch this on YouTube. <laughs> this, you're, you're the one who decided to make this public for everyone. And you're worried about the six people who live in the, the audio proximity of us.
0: I can see a version. I swear I'm getting somewhere where I move out to LA. I want to be keen. I want to be an actor. I'm rejected. I can't get it. And blah, blah, blah. Uh And the going gets tough. And I'm like, well, I guess I could just go work at my dad's whatever company dad could have Mm -hmm. restaurant there. I probably would have, because like, it doesn't, it's not fun to get rejected over and over again. Like, but because I really didn't feel like I had another choice. What, just go ahead, have a field day. I just feel
1: like there's also a version of this where, like, you study journalism in college, which you did for a while. So let's say you studied that more seriously than you, than, like, you did in college. You get your college degree in journalism, and you also want to be a comedian, but for a while you go down the journalism track and maybe, like, right out of college, you get an internship at a newspaper or something, or you get, like, a grunt job at a, whatever, a TV station or something, and, like... On the side, you're trying to be a stand-up, and you're taking improv classes, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to end up doing, and then something pops eventually in your comedy career, and you weren't really hampered... This
0: podcast episode?
1: You weren't really, like, the fact that you had, like, a nine-to-five job didn't end up hurting you, because, like, the artistic jobs tend to still be, like, you can still make art in your spare time, especially if you're a stand-up, you can still, like, go do that at night. Like... It's just like this all-or-nothing mentality, like, don't do it unless it's the, unless you have to... If you can't do stand... If stand-up is like breath to you, it's like air to you. That's the only reason you should do it. It's like, no, that's dumb. Like, there's plenty of people who are like...
0: Hmm. I see your point, and I do think there's a lameness to that mentality. And I think I'm somewhere... It's, a, it, it's not a, quite there, but somewhere else on the spectrum. I
1: think it's a it's a version of a superiority thing where it's Mm. like we were born to do this and the reality is is like or maybe not the reality but i believe that like everyone should be encouraged to have artistic to express themselves artistically in some way yeah and if that leads to like a career or a new career or a second source of income great and so the idea that like don't even start if you think that you're like if you can't live without poetry or whatever the art form is. Is like you're putting up barriers for people that shouldn't be there. Here's where we silly. Here's
0: the thing: you got into the field of comedy after a healthy, supportive upbringing filled with focus on education. You're focused on choices, whereas I come, I'm coming to this the field from a desperate to be looked at. <laughs> by others place you feel me
1: a little bit but that just i don't really know but how does that relate to i mean i look i very much know (laughs) that it comes from a desperate to be seen and heard
0: place Mm -hmm. yes yes. even when you have
1: nothing to say like this yes 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 yes, yes. nothing and yet still you insist on being having a camera and putting this out to the world i would never do this (laughs) If this were up to me, I would never choose to record what is essentially a randomly selected conversation between the two of us and let everyone who wants to not only hear it, but watch it. But you have
0: a podcast.
1: Makes my skin crawl. I do, but that's also, first of all, we don't videotape it. Maybe Mm -hmm. we will someday. And it's like, there's a specific, it's also, it's not about us that much. It's like meant to be a specific thing, which is...
0: Well, now you're just trying to take down my podcast, and that's really... No, I'm... uh, You're not doing it in front of the right audience, because those are the people that listen. So I suggest you do this somewhere else. Great. On the dark web, not the light
1: web. Am I free to go? go? Can I go and tweet about how your podcast is pointless now?
0: No. Okay. I know you don't really think that. No,
1: I think it's healthy for you just to be like whatever talking, and also I think like I have been encouraging you to like bring more format to the podcast. I like the body scan. Let's do a I body like scan. questions and concern. If you don't do a real body scan this time, okay. I'm going to get upset.
0: Okay, head.
1: You're going too fast already. I can tell. How can you do this without taking like a few deep, purposeful breaths?
0: You have a no, you're I, different I just, than me. I'm fast. I turn my test in first. I work hard. I I know what I know right out the gate. I'm not going to sit there and think, do I know this algebra answer? That's
1: not what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, no, I know it or I
0: know what I doing No, don't. here's
1: what's interesting. See, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm not. No.
0: Even,
1: I'm not suggesting that you need to take a long time to determine what's going on in your body. I'm saying first. We've been talking. You've been getting like worked up. You need to reset by taking a few breaths before you even begin the scan. Why are you looking at me like
0: it's just funny. You're just like spouting this nonsense. I just thought it would be funny if I just like, hit you in the face.
1: That's what uh, we just learned. That is what's always going on in your head, isn't it? It'd be kind of funny if I slapped you in the
0: face. <laughs> is that
1: what you're always I
0: honestly never think that way, Ever. That's not even okay. me. I don't so know who's come over me. It's just I'm dealing with this big nerd who's like telling what me. The f- <laughs> that's not fair. I'm tra- honestly trying to help you. Nerd. Oh, I'm trying to help you with your full body. His parents paid attention to him. Why does it always have to go back to that? Why do we use that against me? <laughs> would you
1: rather be with someone who came from like a f- messed up like? Uh, dysfunctional family? that like, No,
0: I'd rather be with you and you know your place. As the healthy upbringing voice. Alright, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm unraveling. Let me just do my body scan the way, way I do Okay, it.
1: what if you tried to just close your eyes and take two deep breaths, breathe uh, into... God
0: damn it, okay, head. Almost like a light... Like a headache is like there wanting to come out, but I'm not going to acknowledge it, so it won't come out. Going back, but that's like above the eyebrow, like your classic headache. Not any of my special migraines, but only I have because my bad brain scan. Keep going down. A tightness in the right shoulder.
1: Is it A suspicious tightness or just a tightness?
0: It's... Man, it, it's not neither suspicious nor not suspicious. It's just kind of a bitch tightness. Wow!
1: So it's a strong tightness.
0: It's a tightness that has been getting me in the way of doing kind of.
1: Has been getting you in the way of doing.
0: <laughs> kind of working out stuff. Okay, a dampness under my arms because <laughs> it's right. a hot day. Um, hips are fine and then
1: let's pause there when you say your hips are fine and you use that tone of like hips are fine what what does that mean is there actually something going on but you're just going to say they're fine or are you saying like they're fine but like not like what
0: they're fine it's like or is there nothing going on
1: and you're just like moving on to the next thing I'm just going to
0: say they're fine because this is my show and it's
1: my body scan okay keep going
0: my body my scan Left knee tight, definitely a, a almost like a twang in the left knee. Like it's been sitting in a position it didn't want to sit in, and it's just kind of twanged. Um, and then going down to the ankles, toes, all, all set, all good. Um, that was the full body scan. That's brought what to you, you by <laughs> tune in for.
1: Brought to you by hypochondriasis
0: brought to you by the new name for hypochondriasis illness Illness anxiety anxiety. sure reddit.com slash illness anxiety for more info
1: oh i'm sure that's a very healthy supportive group of people (laughs) who are only making things better for everyone and not a crazy echo chamber of of paranoia it's not that bad invented disease
0: um I noticed a lot of the people in the makeup threads that I follow on Reddit have pet mice and pet rats.
1: Let's pause there because there's a few things you said that are, I think, worth discussing. Sure. A lot of the people who you follow on the makeup threads. So what I'm hearing is multiple threads. Yes. That you follow multiple makeup. Yeah. Multiple people who you follow.
0: You don't in follow people on Reddit. Well, why
1: would you say that? Most
0: of the people most. A lot of the people who post in my Reddit, reddit okay. talk about their pets, rodents. And I'm honestly... What sh- is
1: that? What's why it? do they have rodents?
0: I don't know. It, it has taken uh, me by surprise. Why don't you ask them? <sighs> yeah, I might. I don't know. I'm sure just... It's
1: just not one person talking over and over again about their pet.
0: Um. Okay,
1: so they have mice or whatever.
0: Yeah, and it's just interesting to me that I, I'm associating online with a lot of people who have rodents for pets. And I'm 32, and you know, I guess maybe if I was on my own at 25, maybe I would have a pet rat. Maybe that's an alternate route that I could have taken on a different path. Because I didn't have a plan B. No rat for me. Okay. This is going well. This is going really well.
1: Has there ever been a podcast that has just, like, six minutes of silence? (laughs) Where two people are just like, oh, I'm good, I'm
0: good. Mm. We're all good. No, no suspicious dreams. No. No, no, no. What do you think about when you're falling asleep?
1: Um, like, what, the next day, or, like, um, what, yeah, like... Usually I'm like going over the to-do list in my head mm-hmm. or sometimes thinking about food, how great mm. the coffee's going to be the next morning. That's always fun to think about. As
0: a newer coffee drinker yeah. in the last four years, I will get on board with that. Yeah. I think about the cup of coffee the night before. Yeah, it's
1: an addiction. And so that's, that's what's going on. Um, it's not like a healthy experience. You're addicted to caffeine and you're thinking about like the accoutrements that come along with the caffeine.
0: What are the accoutrements? I,
1: the, the, what the cup's going to feel like. And ooh, like this tomorrow, I'll make like an oat latte instead of an almond milk latte or whatever. But really, you're just, your brain is thinking about it because you're addicted to caffeine.
0: Oh, shit. So it's kind of we, negative. Well,
1: I mean, it's a pretty harmless addiction. So I don't know.
0: You do need your coffee every day. And that is something I've noticed. That is
1: true. Yes. Because I'm addicted to caffeine. Like most people. Do you America. ever
0: get curious, like what. Can I do without this? Like, do you ever get like one of those like jolts of inspiration where you're like, I don't need this. So I'm going to test my strengths and I'm going to go without it because I'm going to prove to myself that I'm not a cog in the wheel of caffeine.
1: Right. Well, that's definitely not the phrase I would use. I don't think that's the right use of that metaphor. But generally speaking, no, I, I'm, I don't think about kicking caffeine that often. It's like enjoyable. And I think like uh, you can make it at home. It's almost free when you make it at home. It's very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And it also has like a,
0: like, you have cigarettes for free. Would you do those? No, uh, because it's not
1: a harmless addiction. You know
0: that. Okay.
1: But there's also like kind of a fun social aspect to coffee, which is that like people, you can always like, at a job and someone's like or if, I don't know if jobs will ever exist again but it's like you want to walk to get a coffee like you could do that and I don't know.
0: That was really fun. We did that a lot on a went together season one because we lived walking, we worked walking distance from an Alfred's coffee and so every day after lunch you would walk to yeah, Alfred's. That's great. That, so
1: that was nice fun. And, you know, it's fun. Also like coffee's kind of there's a universal thing about, well, this is so extraordinarily boring. Say it. No, I wanted to hear.
0: Yeah, I it was it's actually like just really that, like, excited. Most
1: Americans, especially, or like people in our age group, I think, like have a way that they take their co- coffee, or they have a like coffee place that they like, or they like a certain brand of coffee. People tend to have opinions about coffee, so it's, like, so it's just like
0: a about. subject.
1: I mean, yeah, that's why. That's yes. How is that not the most boring observation? <laughs> that coffee is a subject. I literally couldn't. Come up with a more trite, like you like.
0: That's what the viewers want at SB Club. They don't
1: want to hear a four-minute conversation that ends with the pithy discovery that coffee is a subject.
0: And since we're talking about it, I just want to make clear. Oh, dude,
1: you look so much better than me in this light. I don't know what's going on. I'm in the I, fog. Look at me.
0: I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think, honestly, the background is really pretty. Yeah. It's foresty. I don't
1: know if people birds can the birds. Birds shut the
0: fuck up. Birds? Really, all day I'm good to you. I like it. Because we're talking about it, I do want to just be very clear, go on record of my current coffee, quote-unquote, order. What I'm making every day is a half. I pull a double shot of espresso, and then I do exactly half oatmeal, half coconut milk. It's gotten hotter, so I'll do the iced version. It's so perfect. I love the the thick creaminess from both the oat and the coconut, but the coconut milk provides a healthy fat, and then the oat milk cuts the coconut flavor down. So it's very, very... What would an Italian person say? Bonissimo? I
1: don't know. Bonita?
0: What do they say? Ciao? What do they say when they go, Mwah! Tastes good. I don't know. Something del- delicioso. Yeah, something like that. Buena sera.
1: Nope. I, I just, Sarah. Nope. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah
0: good. Buenas noches.
1: I just discovered why my milk now is always behind four different milks in the refrigerator when I wake up in the morning. Literally, just today, I was like, why, how did my milk get all the way back there? And there's like three different mini milks that I need to, I gotta fucking move the oat and the almond. I Uh, do often. And the different oat. Non barista blend. It's like crazy.
0: I do bury your milk back because I'm like, I don't need that milk. Get that milk out of here. That's a back. Well, I used to keep it in.
1: I used to keep my milk out of the way in the door, in the shelf of the door. Yeah. And then you started experimenting with like vegetables in just like sitting in giant jars (laughs) of water covered with little plastic bags. What's going on?
0: Because I'm really trying to learn how to preserve produce because now that we're reliant on ourselves and our cooking, like I don't want to be that bitch who's throwing their produce away all the time without using it. So basically I'm all about how do you store your produce so it lasts long. And like, for example, broccoli is actually a flower. So broccoli wants to be popped into a cup of water and then just kept like that. Green onion, I stick those in water, but I put plastic on top of them. So there's different little tricks. I guess
1: I'm i all for that. It, it, I think space efficiency is something we need to work on in our fridge.
0: I'm always working on that. Yeah,
1: you're terrible at it. I'm
0: always rearranging, you, throwing, fixing. I'm, no, I'm always on the yours, go. Yours,
1: your first instinct is always to put the shortest thing in the tallest shelf.
0: That is... A and wild it, accusation to make it, it screws Take everything it back. up <laughs> you are dragging you my never reputation put things on top
1: of each other you make it you bury things in the back so people can't see i can't see Where's my thing you put it
0: sometimes i will pull things out and give them like a more prominent display yeah, for you no for no, you
1: n- that's bullshit actually like there is
0: recently a younger that's been back there and i'm like you know what this guy, we're gonna get Dave to eat this.
1: But it was only back we play there. Games. It was only back there because, like, you—I don't know—put like a three jars of almond butter in there with their caps <laughs> lightly unscrewed.
0: I do hate screwing it back tightly. I love a light, just a.
1: I can't believe you do that. <laughs> don't you know? Makes me so sad. Why like, can't you just screw the cap on? Why? Because it, when stuff moves... Why? Many reasons. First of all, almond butter is one thing, but if you're talking about like a jar of jam or olives or something... Jam? then Jam?
0: Who the fuck says jam? Jelly?
1: Whatever. Esther... <laughs> If you, that gets knocked over, then it spills. Instead of if it's on tight, then it doesn't spill. We may ne- also it lasts longer if the jar is tight because it's airtight. Also, if you brush up against it when it's not on tight, then you end up getting peanut butter. Like there's I must
0: have a wrist problem because I am just so reluctant you have to a
1: <laughs> mental problem.
0: <laughs> it's just- Oh, look who's here. Come here. Baby. Donuts! Yes. yes.
1: Donuts. Well I tell mommy how to put Lids on jars, for goodness sake. Oh
0: don't I look at this crazy? She's gotten haircut. such a bad haircut. We're
1: just chopping her up her hair into little pieces.
0: Oh my Chopped God. Chop my hair
1: into pieces. <laughs>
0: this is my last haircut. <laughs> anyway,
1: do you think it would be that hard to screw the good lid on?
0: Um I I is that try I'll need try. To work on? I mean, it, I do it's feel like it's not, not fair to use the my podcast as a platform here's how I know it's not for you to make me screw jars tighter. That's inappropriate.
1: Here's how I know it's not a risk thing. It's because you do the same thing with Ziploc bags.
0: Mm-hmm. I see where you're going.
1: Maybe it, it's
0: a it's hand shrink. It's
1: a laziness thing. You're just lazy. And there were never <sighs> repercussions for you for not... Doing those things.
0: In fact, there was almost the opposite where I was encouraged not to do anything because my mom's a perfectionist and didn't let me do anything. Oh, so I'm almost like a feral... That's a problem too. I'm almost like just this feral animal you're living with that you need to nurture.
1: <laughs> and that's not my job. <laughs> you're a grown woman.
0: What if... What if I paid you to nurture me, then would it be your job? Well... How is the Michael Jordan documentary?
1: Oh, it's great. But here's the the one problem with it is that it is a sanitized version of Michael Jordan. Like, he only agreed to do it if he... I don't know exactly what the terms were. I don't know if he had final cut. I don't even know if he's a producer. I don't think he is. But it's clearly, like, his side of the story for the most part. Now, they are doing interviews with other people who have, like, a different perspective than him. But it's certainly not doing, like the deep investigative dive into things like his gambling or drug use, alleged drug use, or anything like that. So like they like the last episode or this I forget which episode, they like deal with his gambling, but they pretty much lead you to determine that he's a casual gambler like Mm -hmm. anyone else. So that may may be like
0: a producer or something?
1: Well, remember just (laughs) just a minute ago, I said, I don't know if he's a producer. I don't know if he had Final Cut. I don't know exactly what the terms were. Okay. So I don't know. I don't think he's a producer, but I could be wrong. But they definitely left you with like a... what what It was like they were... Made it seem as if they're trying to give you an objective point of view, but they clearly didn't give anyone the assignment of like, okay, make the argument that Michael Jordan actually does have a gambling problem and that gambling affected his any like his life beyond just his reputation
0: now i've heard rumblings like online and stuff that they talk about how nike was actually not cool at all yeah told, is that that's true so he made nike cool
1: uh totally i don't know if they had other clients at the time who helped do that but basically nike at the time was like a track shoe it was like for athletes. if mm-hmm. that makes sense And they were like an upstart company and Jordan wanted to sign with Adidas. He liked Adidas and he met with Nike and Nike made him like a huge offer. And he was, they were like his, there's this story that like his mom, he didn't even want to meet with Nike and Jordan's mom was like, you have to go at least fly up there and just talk to them. Just see what they have to say. And he did and he signed with them and it like changed everything. Wow. Also the other thing that was interesting was that at the time basketball players, because it was a team sport, um, they weren't marketed as individual stars. Oh, you know, if you remember the basket, like the NBA was like popular, but it wasn't star driven back then. And it wasn't nearly the television event that it was in like the eighties and nineties. Like some games were even aired on like tape delay and stuff. And it was more about the team. It was more about, like...
0: Did So are you saying that Michael Jordan, like, made basketball very popular and then also made, like, stars popular of basketball?
1: Well, to a large extent, yes. But there were other people who were instrumental in that, like Magic and Bird, who came, like, a little bit before
0: Bird? Jordan.
1: Larry Bird. Oh.
0: Sorry, are you familiar that. with Larry Bird? Yes, I'm familiar with Larry Bird and that you used to have a bird named Larry Bird with your ex-girlfriend. I'm very I familiar, and I now mean, Larry well, Bird is a sore subject for me.
1: Well, more importantly, he was like a childhood hero. He I was? was? Like, I love the Celtics, of course, yes. Oh, I thought
0: he wasn't a bull. <sighs> Who's the tall white bull? Tony Kukoc?
1: Yeah, Tony, Tony Kukoc. Well, he was in the last episode. I don't know why you're not watching it. I will.
0: I will watch it. Do they talk about Madonna? Yes. Okay.
1: I think uh, they talk about, well, they talk about Carmen Electra. She's in it. Your friend.
0: Oh, yeah. She was on my other podcast and my TV show. Yeah, I know. She was so nice. Yeah, she's great. She's so pretty and nice. What?
1: You looked at me like, why can't you be Carmen (laughs) Electra? You know, I told you that um, years ago. Uh, NBC late night executive told me that, um, in terms of like the ratings of late night shows, that this was back in like the the end of like the Johnny Carson era. So basically, like Carson Letterman years, nineties, two thousands.
0: Now, when you say Carson Letterman years, are you saying Johnny Carson or yeah, Carson Johnny Haley? Carson,
1: okay. David Letterman? That. The ratings basically didn't move at all, depending on who the guest is. So even if they had Will Smith on, or the bigot or Tom Cruise, like the ratings didn't really go up. But they might go up a tiny bit. The only time the needle moved was when they had Pam Anderson or Carmen Electra
0: on. That's they were incredible. the only
1: guests who would actually increase the daily viewership of
0: late night shows. That's absolutely incredible. That's yeah, amazing. They're iconic. Did you ever watch the Pamela Anderson sitcom Stacked? No. I, I know that. people who worked on it. Really? Yeah.
1: Who? I'll, I'll tell you after this.
0: Oh, my God. I was so excited for that. I was really sad that it got canceled. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, no. Did you ever watch that Pam Anderson, like, action TV show she was on?
1: Barb Wire? Or yeah. was that a movie?
0: I think it was Barb Wire. I
1: thought it was just Barb Wire. It was,
0: yeah, I don't But really isn't that know.
1: A, that's not a movie?
0: I don't know. Well... Anyways, I feel like we should wrap it up. You know, we really got many places.
1: We did?
0: We didn't get anywhere.
1: The last ten minutes was just, like, me and you talking about things that other people have watched. <laughs> that they don't need me to tell them what's in the documentary.
0: Well, you kind of got me interested in watching. This is actually, I'm actually
1: not sure they talk about Madonna. I can't remember. This
0: has been brought to you by ESPN. If only. You should turn this off and turn on ESPN. I'm just kidding. You know what
1: the doc's called?
0: The Last Dance. Why is it called
1: that? I mean, everyone who's watched it already knows, but I guess I'll tell you. It's about the sixth championship run of the Bulls. And before the season, Phil Jackson had already agreed that this would be his last year. There was a mutual agreement that this was the last year that that Phil Jackson would coach. It was almost certainly the last year that Pippen was going to be on the Bulls. And Jordan, there was a lot of speculation that Jordan was going to retire after the season. Who's... Because he said, I will not play for anyone but Phil Jackson. But
0: that was a lie?
1: Um I don't think so. Who I can't was the real was... star,
0: Phil Jackson or Michael Jordan?
1: Oh, Michael Jordan. Okay. But Phil Jackson is like an incredible coach. was probably the best coach of all time, But or me, one of them. So you think coaches nothing matter? Like Michael Jordan. I think coaches matter, yes, a little bit. But also, like, there have been some pretty, like, nameless coaches who've won NBA championships and never hear from them again. I don't think it's, like... Oh, I think it's much more of a requisite that you have a... that you have a star Why on do team. you
0: think that happens when people, like, strike it big, like a one-hit wonder situation, and then they're never to be heard from again? Do you think it's just that, like, they had an itch they wanted to scratch, and then they didn't want to stay in the game? What is that? I
1: mean, like, BAMs and stuff?
0: Everybody. Like, it could be a big actress that has one big movie. It, like... Um, a musician, a coach, as you said, like.
1: I mean, it's mostly just chance. I don't think there's. I mean, think about it this way: there's like, for every, for every one-hit wonder, there's like an enormous number of zero-hit numbers.
0: That's not relevant.
1: Well, it is because my point is that like some of those starting with like an enormous pool of people, some of them become one-hit wonders. And then a smaller percentage of people become, like, multiple hit. Numbers. So
0: you're saying it's just a thing that they couldn't hit it again?
1: Yeah, for whatever reason. Like, chance or just, or whatever, personal problems or... So is it better to, to almost kind
0: of never become a hit and just kind of, like, well, I mean, like, make the, alone together, be on face <sighs> as the fourth lead, and just kind of, like, make the podcast. I think
1: people... Just kind
0: of coast I through... Think,
1: You know, I believe there have been like documentaries about musicians and stuff who are one hit wonders, or like certainly plenty of interviews with one hit wonders. And like, is it a blessing or a curse to have one song that everyone knows you for? And I think people have different feelings about it at the end of the road because it like opens doors for them and it can often lead to financial success, but it also becomes like a creative hindrance. And it's, you know.
0: Well, it seems like there's a version of it where like you write a hit song, it's on the radio, everybody knows it, and then you just kind of go back to a normal life. But then you have this kind of like a little trophy with you everywhere you go, and it just enhances your other life. That seems not so bad. You know, maybe you make a long together, you do the fourth world lead on Dollface, and then you just kind of like move into a shed, and they're never to be heard from again. (sighs) All right. Well, on that note, you guys, this has been Esther Club. And next week, we will be back with more specific subjects and maybe even some audience questions. And my Coffee special... is a
1: subject, for example. Yes.
0: My stand-up special is coming out soon. I'm going to announce the date very, very, very soon. So, please be on the lookout. And my patreon
1: oh no
0: <laughs> patreon.com slash Monster. daily live streams uh, uh live streams of this podcast are coming and there's more so sign up at patreon.com slash estermonster check that out for more info anything else dave
1: i think you should edit this down to its best like 30 minutes at least You guys? It's gonna, it's way too slow. You gotta like pick, just chop it up with edit points. It'll be much better. Otherwise it's gonna be intolerable.
0: We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.